Coach. Hey, thanks for joining me today on this Simple Coach Coach interview. Um, appreciate you taking the time from Roanoke, Virginia. Got my Roanoke hat on, scarf hanging, and the maroon lights going. So I am blending. Um, uh, I am blending. So uh, thanks for thanks for taking the time today. No problem. Looking forward to uh, having a talk. So, um, doing my research, I mean, you've been doing this for a while, right? Like, it's like a quarter decade-ish plus minus. Can, can you just talk about your experience and how you ended up at Roanoke? And maybe even better, why Roanoke? Why, why just stay at Roanoke for as long as you have? Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, graduated from Wittenberg in 1986 and, uh, um, market was pretty much down and, and I'd played, you know, soccer in high school and a little bit at Wittenberg. And then, uh, um, was looking for something to do. And they had just started the, the program up here under Bob Hartman and he was the sports information director. So, uh, he didn't really know too much about soccer. So he asked me to, to help him and really liked the coaching and kind of took off from there. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you didn't, you didn't really, did you have a design to become a coach or no? No, it was, uh, you know, kind of Forrest Gump-esque, kind of just walked <laughs> into it and, and uh, you know, went from, uh, you know, one year helping him and then spent a year up at uh, Alfred University mm -hmm. getting my master's as a GA under Steve Allison and uh, spent a year there and then you know, came back in, in 88, helped Scott Allison here with the men's program, and then mm -hmm. uh, started in in 89 in my mm -hmm. current job, which has changed tremendously since yeah. then. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it's, it, it's, it's been, it's been that way. Hey, I, I, I'm curious from your, your perspective and do you, do you, do you see, do, have you seen improve especially in light of the women's game and everybody's got an opinion about the the national team and the world cup and i'm just curious have you have you seen players get better or yeah yeah overall yeah the, just the the training that they're getting in the clubs over time mm -hmm. um you know they're there's tons of schools where, where all these players can go to. So the more players, I think back when I started, there were more elite players, more really good players that I could get, mm. you know, um, that might land at Roanoke back then. Uh, now the, you know, the competition and recruiting's so tremendous that, uh, yeah, we're, we're all fighting for the best player, but, um, you know, over time, definitely the, the training and, you know, the, just the prog progression of, of the sport has, has been unbelievable. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because I'm, I'm just curious, right? Like everyone's talking about, you know, the women, funny, it's the women lose or get knocked out, and then suddenly everybody's, hey, what's wrong? What's wrong? Which is typical, right? Like um, I forget the, all the other wins they had, but um, it, Maybe, maybe, can you talk a little bit about the ODAC and, and some of the teams you face, um, and what's, what's that like? 
I just start off, it hasn't got, gotten it any easier over time. Um, you know, the league, uh, you, know, the, you know, the Lynchburg, Virginia Wesleyan, Washington and Lee, Bridgewater, Randolph-Macon. Um, I don't want to leave anyone out, but, you know, you got to come to play day in, day out in the league. And, you know, Guilford's coming on strong. Uh, so, so it's, you know, Shenandoah. Gosh, it's, it's just, uh, it's a battle. Yeah. Do you, uh, has, I mean, over the years, do you think it's gotten better? I know, I know in a lot of leagues when, when actually we were playing, I think you graduated in 86, I graduated in 90. I think there was a lot of league, a lot of the conferences, they had a top couple teams and then everybody else. I mean, have you noticed, has that shifted over time for you? Yeah. I mean, like you said, over time, you know, in my in my first few years, it was Randolph making and us, um, and then as you know, teams and instant, you know, ODAC schools started putting more resources into athletics. You know, they they started to creep more. You know, Lynchburg came on, um, and then and you know, just kind of grew over time in the conference. So yeah, yeah. In, in the beginning, yeah. You know, one, two, three, maybe three strong teams in the conference, and you know, probably going you know all over the country. And Jack, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, back to you know the old Dixie Conference, which is now USA South. You know, Methodist was rolling back in the beginning yeah. years, and North Carolina Wesleyan. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just curious, where do you? Where do you, what's your recruiting footprint like? Where do you recruit from primarily? You know, Roanoke, uh, we're all over the East Coast. Um, you know, we try to find different areas to, to you know, find, find players, you know, Midwest, Florida, um, Georgia, you know. Um, so, you know, I think as our academic reputation has spread, um, it, it makes it easier to for us to recruit, you know, out of the, out of the mid Atlantic. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, Virginia, we, we want to try to get the best players we can out of Virginia, but yeah. it, it's tough. You know, you got to get past Christopher Newport, the state yeah. schools and, and Mary Washington. And then in our own conference, you know, going head to head with the Lynchburg or Virginia yeah. Wesleyan is, is also tough. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I would think like the further your footprint out, the, further you go the less likely you are to cross paths with with those schools right that are right you know what washington and lee right down the road from you right relatively right down the road um actually i i know one of your players uh outstanding ball player uh cameron shackford i or um you know we go I, my my son and 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 her brother used to hang out and went to school together in in, in Jersey and, and I know Julie and uh, yep. yeah yeah so yep. um what yeah. let me let me ask like do you, do you find your role as the head coach has changed too like what the sort of things you deal with from uh, with players that you know you know, is it, do you have to be a lot more hands-on or hands-off nowadays? Um, no, I would, uh, I would think, you know, 
you got to be more hands-on, um, you know, be, you know, the door open. It's always been that way, you know, come into the office and, and talk to me. But, um, you know, I think in the beginning, in the early days, you know, kids just showed up and play and uh, um, yeah. weren't worried about all the other things, you know, what, you know, the, the strength training, the GPSs mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I, I think, you know, it's just got a little more complicated and the, yeah. the, the kids, as time has progressed, as we talked about earlier, um, you know, they've been through great training in, in the yeah. clubs and, and uh, so they have more questions and more insights in, uh, in, in a good way. Yeah. And then, you know, since the pandemic, I think there's there's always you know that that buzzword, the mental health um, mm-hmm. of of kids. You know, so that's another area where we really gotta you know you see more conversations coming out 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 of that sense. Mm-hmm. How do you? I, I, I'm just curious. How is there a way you track sort of how your players are doing, or is it? literally like i'm going to check in with you every week or i don't know every two weeks you know typically face to face i'll keep tabs with the freshmen mm-hmm. as our first year players as much as possible make sure the transition's going well you know and also that you know, have the uh we'll check in on the, on the older players you know we'll usually meet face to face in the beginning of the season postseason and if we have to pull, call call people in in between we'll do that we do have, uh, you know, with technology, what, um, which is tied to what's called a red, readiness app. So every morning they got, you know, whether it's they got a picture of their body, they, they can click click their quad if the quad's hurting. So right. now our our training staff can see that, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, if they make their quad red, you know, it's really, really right. in trouble. So now the training staff has been alerting it. And there's also, you know, a mood point portion to that so if, yeah. you know the mood really really drops and that starts you know sending off some bells and yeah. and we'll you know most likely have a conversation whether at practice or what have you just you know, check in was that have you been doing that for a while or do you think that was an outcome of the of covid um i, I mean the the app that we have it's kind of um it comes with our gps tracking system and uh you know, it kind of just fell into it. It wasn't by design in, yeah. in any way. All right. Um, so I do, I do have to ask you. Um, what? I mean, how big of a deal is like team culture for you? It sounds like you're, you're really, you know, keeping tabs on the players to bring them closer into into the program. I mean, is that something you focus in on or? Yes. Yeah, I mean, the culture is, is paramount really. Um, you know, we, we do a foreign trip every three years, right before preseason, you know, that's kind of big bonding, bonding, um, you know, big bonding trip really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, even during, during preseason, we'll, we'll take a day off and, you know, do some bowling or, you know, go up to mountain lake, stay the night. And, and get away from soccer and get to know each other outside of the soccer arena. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the culture is, you know, we, we like strong ac- academics. We like 
kids that work hard on their own. Um, and that all kind of, kind of feeds into itself. Mm -hmm. Um, shifting over to the soccer part, I know you didn't have any ties, but I'm just curious how you fall on the overtime, no overtime debate. You know, I, you know, one time through, you know, looking, looking at it, you know, um, logistically when you're on the road, you play a seven, seven o'clock game, you know, you're not, not going into, and, you know, past nine o'clock, you know, the game's going to be over. The food right. can show up on time. Um, <laughs> you, you, get, you, you get, you get, you know, get on the road and, uh, so, you know, that part I like about it, um, you know, I've kind of approached the game, you know, you know, are we really playing for a tie? You know, yeah. yeah. I don't like that mm -hmm. aspect of it, but, uh, you, you know, we're going to have ties anyway, whether you're playing two overtimes or not. You know, I, yeah. I, I've seen it all from golden goal, play, yeah. play each, <laughs> each, uh, overtime out so mm -hmm. yeah do, do you um do you, do you think it's changed how coaches coach i think uh yeah across across the board i think if people can play for a tie i think uh and there seems to be you know a mismatch with with mm -hmm. uh, the teams i you know why not go sit yeah. in and, and but would you do that anyway yeah 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 that's the that's the rub. I, I definitely think the last twenty minutes probably all your variables changed because you know you only got twenty minutes. Whether you're so, yeah. the upper hand, lower hand, it doesn't matter. Like it's just gonna that thought. Like we just have twenty minutes left. There's no, it's not gonna be anything to to get us out of this unless we can figure it out. Right? Um, what talk to if. if Talk to me about your season. What what is sort of what? How do you think about how it went for you? Um, uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean this past season, um, you know, just right around five hundred, and you know, it's kind of not where we want to be. So uh, we were super super young. I, there were like I would start four or five freshmen here, depending on the game. Um, and, uh, so, you know, we, you know, we beat the teams we should have beat and, you know, the, the tight games, you know, we came out on the losing end more often than not, but I was able to play, you know, probably more people than I have ever played more players than I ever played, you know, gone a little deeper. Um, but yeah, so now I'm hoping for, uh, you know, better season coming up. We've got a great group of freshmen coming in, and like I said, we were super young last year, and so we're kind of building and, mm -hmm. and you know looking towards the future. Yeah, is that? Um, I mean, was there anything that 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 sort of pushed you to the to to be so young? Is this one of those like again, sort of hate to blame COVID for anything, but but is that? that the result of sort of how things played out for you over from COVID? Yeah, I wouldn't put it all on COVID, but I think that was a factor. Um, you know, kids just kind of 
fell out of love with, with, with the sport. So we lost, you know, a handful that way. Um, you know, a couple, you know, every year you're going to have a little attrition for one reason or another, go closer to home, change our major. Uh, so we had a little bit of that. So, you know, you put all that together, it, it just yeah, took away kind of the, the upper class in, mm-hmm. in, in our program over the last two years. So, um, hence, you know, last year we were starting a lot of freshmen and, and, but excited for the future is going to be much more competitive on yeah. you know, trying to get on the field this coming fall. And, uh, you know, that's only going to make us better in those, those tight games going forward. You definitely are young. That's, I'm just looking at it. I mean, you had a handful of seniors, a couple of juniors, and then the rest sophomores. And I mean, you're definitely on the younger side. Talk to me about your your incoming class. What does that look like? Types of players. I mean, are you are you literally looking at the them to be like, look, there's no, it's nothing holding you back from getting significant time. You know, um, and the way, and, and I've communicated this to my team, and we'll communicate it uh, next week when we have our opening meeting. Um, you know, we, we do have 11 freshmen coming in. Unfortunately, two are coming in with ACLs already, so they're you know probably red shirts. So that leaves us with uh, nine uh, healthy healthy freshmen coming in, two of them, which are goalkeepers, and, uh, you know, excited about those two. And then, you know, the, the seven field players, you know, as I said, my message, you know, the beginning of the season starting line, and, uh, you know, whether you played, were a, you're a senior captain, you played 80 minutes last year, you know, it's a new year mm-hmm. and, and things could change and, and your role can change. So um, I think it's going to be, you know, there's going to be an opportunity for freshmen to make an impact as, you know, I think there is any year, you know, my numbers are up. We have 33 coming into preseason healthy, um, you know, so that's almost up to pre pandemic numbers mm. uh, typically that we we would have around 30 mm. um, 30 players you know so so kind of that that depth that we're going to have that really kind of hurt us in the past couple years um mm. is going to be there so uh yeah i think it's just going to make us more and more competitive and give us more options you know coming 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 off the bench um yeah, yeah. so yeah um were you trying to fill any like were you trying to fill any particular spots with this class? Was there things that like were we we need I don't know, we need goalkeepers. We need we need a right back. That were, were, was that the sort of thing you were looking for or? Yeah, I mean, I kind of hit it on the head. Uh, you know, we graduated six seniors past year. Um, you know, we one of them a goalkeeper two outside backs. So, I mean, I think, uh, thank you. <laughs> you hit on, on the head what, what mm-hmm. we were looking for really to, you know, solidify our back line and, uh, you know, give, give that some more depth and also, you know, give the goalkeepers, uh, um, you know, we, it's really hard to get two goalkeepers in, in, in one class. And mm-hmm. we were fortunate enough, enough to, to get that. So with four goal, goalkeepers on the roster, you know, just gives you, you know, that so much more you can do in practices. Yeah, and, yeah. And so um, we were excited to do that. And then after that's really, we're looking for athletes 
and that can play hopefully play multiple positions they're not mm-hmm. you know pegged into a center back or a holding yeah. midfielder that that's all they can do yeah. um so you know that's kind of what we were looking for out of this class um I'm, I'm just curious how how is it that you like to play like if you could describe how how you snap your fingers and this is the ideal way we, we play yeah i mean we're, yeah we're, we're not super direct um we have some speed up top so you know, I tell them, hey, let's go forward. If it's on, let's let's get it forward. If not, if if that's not the proper decision, let's hold on to it and wait wait for something else to develop. You know, if we got three players, you know, we typically play the four three three. If we you know try to hit that target central player and mm-hmm. run off of that, and uh, you know, hopefully they're it can make the proper decisions and lay it back yeah. and then we can go forward or lay it back and then go side to side a little bit. So, mm-hmm. um, it's all about decision-making and in, in the proper, proper time. So, you know, I think if you, you know, you watched our games, you know, we're going to try to play the best soccer we can mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, not turn into a, a, you know, sprinting match up and down, up and down the field. <laughs> Hi, that's so fun to watch. No, <laughs> just, just kidding. Um, what? I mean, do you, do you foresee any challenges coming up this season? Aside no, from the that, the eighteen or seven fifteen teams that you have to play that have a yeah, target on your back. Yeah, but, yeah. Besides the conference, you know, we got Christopher Newport. Also, you know, looking at, at you know, we try to keep that schedule as um, tough as we can. Um, you know, for me, it's just going to be formulating, get that team formulated in preseason and, and making making sure they're uh, on board with, you know, what needs to be done as an individual and their role on the team and, and going forward. So, and that's something you deal with every year. You know, mm-hmm. you know preseason is huge um, in developing, you know, what, you know how you're going to play, your alignment. Um now, looking through the schedule, you know, usually I'm an old coach, and I, there's usually something that comes out of the, out of the yeah. blind side that, that hits yeah. you that, that you end up dealing with. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully the, those are, you know, whether it's injuries or, or you know, what, what have you. So um, there's always something that's – it's not going to be a perfect season. That's why I keep telling – I tell my players there's going to be some, you know, rocky – Rocky points, but you know that's where we got to persevere and yeah. pick up. And, and great thing about sports, you always got another uh, opportunity, yeah. unless it's your last game to, yeah, to yeah. do better. So, um, yeah. I mean, you are. Well, first of all, trip to it looks like like Denison and Capital to start. I mean, you know, talk about a, a interesting, fun start to your season, right? Or, yeah. That. You might, I'm so, you might be on the men's schedule. Oh, there. that's the men's. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, not, okay. not a problem. Um, yeah, we open up. We we have our tournament. Uh, oh University yeah, yeah. Penn Lynchburg State, Harrisburg, Grove City. Yeah. And yeah, uh, you know, PS Penn State, Harrisburg, and uh, Grove yeah. City. So oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, taking on taking on them, and then uh, we make the trip down to Piedmont the, oh, the yeah. next weekend. Yeah. yeah. Wow, and 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 you you quite possibly wait 
until October 21st to play Christopher Newport when they're just, I mean, in their mind, they're probably like peaking. <laughs> so not, yeah, that's a, you're going to have a fun, that's going to be a, you got an interesting schedule. Yeah, you know, by then, yeah, October 21st, you know, we should know a lot about ourselves. By then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I, I'm curious. Like, what's your what's your thinking around your schedule? Obviously, the ODAC is the ODAC, so you can't really do much. But your out of conference schedule. What do do you have a rhyme or reason for it? Or are you just looking for the best teams you can play? You know, that's uh, going back. Uh, you know, you try to. I forget, I think it was Steve Allison when he was Alfred. You know, kind of said you, you want to play a third of, third of the teams that that you know you can beat a third of the teams that might be a toss-up and a third of the teams that, uh, you know, could be a could be a W or yeah. could be a, uh, a loss. So, yeah. you know, trying to keep that schedule balanced. Um, you know, I think we're finishing up some home-and-home home with mm -hmm. some teams. Uh, so, you know, we'll be looking to, you know, make some changes going forward, you know, in 24, 25. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's a balance, you know, trying to get that strength of schedule. You yeah. know, we get that out of the conference pretty well. Yeah. The SOS. Um, and then, you know, after that's the balance of, you know, keeping that strength schedule up high, but again, getting the wins. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, you, you, at the end of the day, you want to win the conference, but if you can't win the conference. You want to be in position to, yeah. to get that at large. At least get looked at, right? Like, and then hopefully you get that at large. Yeah, I'm always curious about that because, yeah, you can, I always say, you can make your your schedule as hard as possible, but if you're not winning, it doesn't, right? You know, so I always wonder about that, sort of those minor adjustments. And it's, um, to be honest, it's gotten harder and harder to schedule. You know, yeah. I don't think teams want to travel as much yeah. as they, you know, used to, um, you know, whether it's budgetary or what have you. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you know, that's always, you know, you try for the good balance, but might not end up that way. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about that. Like, I, I would, I would suspect. Yeah, you're right. Like, I, I wonder if it's again goes. I mean, especially with all that talk about the, what is it, the Big Big Ten and the conference. The, jump you know utah and whoever it was jumping ship and now they're talking oh the mental health and the mental health comments you made earlier i wonder if some of that is just sort of like yeah we're not going to go very far to play and if they do that right teams to start deciding not to travel or um that that makes it that probably makes it difficult to schedule huh? um yeah and, for us we're, we're a little bit of an outlier you know mm -hmm. we got you know if we we got to travel if we're yeah. going to go, you know, play a college in New Jersey or an Emory. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not surrounded, you know, outside the conference, we're not surrounded by yeah. tons of schools. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny because I know, I, I know a coach who basically has a circle on a map. <laughs> it's two hours drive in any direction and has all the schools and says, that's who I'm playing. And I'm not going further like that. I think that's, that's a interesting approach. But hey, um, last question for you. I'm curious. Do you have any 
any goals that you could share about the fall? What you what you hope to accomplish? What you hope your your team does? You know, ideally, I mean, we we talk about you know trying to be in the hunt for the you know top four of the conference. You know, get that first round home game. Um, you know, that's something that that we have every year. And uh, you now I tell my players like the like the World Cup, anything can happen once you get to the to the yeah. tournament, to the knockout stage um, in, in the ODAC tournament. Um, and then, uh, you know, ideally, you know, get that NCAA tournament bid, which is, is always, always a goal for us. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, for me, and, and then just, just take, taking a step forward, taking mm-hmm. a step forward and continue to build and, uh, you know, we want it to happen right away in this day and age, but sometimes it takes a little time. And, and, yeah. and you know, looking at, you know, Virginia Wesleyan in our conference, did they last year that could they have dreamed that making to the final four and yeah. uh, making that run that they have. So, you know, anything, anything's uh, possible. Yeah. I see you don't, you don't play them this, this year, you know? Yeah. That's that bound schedule. Yeah. That, that we play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, actually, you guys are weird. I mean, um, like every conference has its own things, but I know the ODAC, right? You don't play everybody because it's so large. But, um, anyhow, Coach, really do appreciate you taking the time today. This was uh, this was great. Um, I'm a big fan of of uh, of Roanoke. Having been down there, I was down there on our way to a tournament. Um, we stopped by when the men's finals were there and walked around campus, you know, beautiful place and great facilities. Love the stadium there. I mean, can't find a better place, you know, the mountains in the background. So, but want to thank you for the time and, and, and appreciate it. No problem. Really enjoyed it. And, uh, hopefully we'll talk again. Yeah, definitely. Oh, most definitely. I pester really well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, coach. All right. That, Thank you. You know, one of those tools and a great starting point is to check out Discover College Soccer Study Table. Now, I've interviewed Matt Baer, who's the founder of Discover College Soccer before. Really great guy. Um, and you've probably seen his podcast. I've referred to it and recommend anybody to go to check out his interviews with coaches at all levels that is specifically designed to talk about the recruiting process and the different different college programs. He's not talking about himself. He's letting the coaches speak. So with all of that information that he's gathered, you know, he's put together this study table um, that is a program to help you with the rec- your recruiting process that's complete with video course on um, the recruiting process from start to finish. He, he has these uh, that are updated spreadsheets that are updated monthly, uh, you know, with contact information and details about every program in the country. That alone is worth its weight uh, in salt. He has a bunch of other resources, email templates, checklists to help you guide you through your own process. Now, you get 
the best part is whereas you can pay thousands of dollars to some of these recruiting services you can get a lifetime subscription to the study table for less than one night in a tournament hotel you know, the, the, the best part of it is that Matt has his own soccer experience. He's a former college player and college coach. He's talked to over 150 coaches in the, just the last year. And he, he has some great insights and has created something that I think is probably very, very useful to uh, a lot of you. And, and best of all, you get to save time and save money. Now, look. I don't recommend people that I don't know or I haven't come to know. You know, I've talked to, to Matt, as I mentioned, on, on a number of occasions, and he's probably has the most inf insightful and I'll just say thorough understandings of the recruiting process. Not because he's made it up, but because he's asked the uh, asked coaches across the, co the, the college game. And he's taken all of that figured out what the best recommendations from all of those discussions that he had and 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 put that together into uh, the study table so if you don't want to spend thousands on recruiting uh, on a recruiting service uh, and you have the mind to do it yourself the discover college soccer study table is for you so in the description, you can find a link um, that will get you 20% off on a lifetime subscription. Or if you go to discovercollegesoccer.com, click on the study table to register and use the discount code SIMPLE, um, you get to save 20% on your subscription. So with that, good luck.